ready as I'll ever be. Hello and welcome to Magnum She Wrote. My name is Aaron, and with me as always is the lovable and cuddly Cameron. Pew pew pew. Nice. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay, I guess. Mm. I just watched Magnum P.I. Yeah, it wasn't a great episode either. It was really boring. So just turn off the podcast <laughs> now. We have nothing to discuss. <laughs> it was really boring. <laughs> it was very boring. Yeah. Um, I kind of zoned out after like 20 minutes. 20 uh, the, minutes is my threshold of boredom. Yeah, there was a car chase at the end of the show. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even pay attention to it. I, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't pay attention to it because I feel like car chases have become like formulaic to the show. Right. It's like, oh, we're at minute 40. Now with the car chase. Right. But no, we got stuff to talk about. We got stuff. Well, to heck talk. yeah, we got stuff to talk about. Uh, we always have stuff to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> the episode is called Lest We Forget. Mm-hmm. And IMDb describes it as... A man nominated to be Justice of the U.S. Supreme Court asks Magnum to find a woman he last saw on December 6th, 1941. Mm, That's a significant date, because the day after, December 7th, 1941, was the attack on Pearl Harbor. Yep. And we're in Hawaii, so clearly there's already going to be some references to Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. You know it's going to be there at some point. Yeah. It turns out it's a big portion of this plot. Big deal. (laughs) The big one. Oh, and it's still way better than Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor. Way better. (laughs) Way, way better. Take that, Michael Bay, right out of the gate. Pachoo, pachoo. I hated Taking that movie. Shots. I hated that movie. And what was even more disgusting about that movie yes. was the fact that they played it for the survivors of Pearl Harbor as right. an opening movie, like as an homage. And it's basically just two dudes trying to be with his chick for like three hours. Right. Until the final five minutes of explosions. But do you have any feelings about the movie? Oh, I hated it. <laughs> you know you know what movie was better? Why are you wagging that finger around? Oh, my goodness. I didn't I'm make re- it. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just really hate Michael Bay. But, like... <laughs> there you go. John Wayne's Pearl Harbor oh, was a thousand times better than Michael Bay's Pearl Harbor. Wow. And let me tell you, that was six hours of extreme tediousness. In a row? In a row. It's not six hours in a movie. Oh, it's like six hours long. It's super long. It's uh, it's almost as long as uh, Giant. Oh, well, Giant's a good movie. Yeah, though. Giant's great. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all watch Giant. <laughs> Why, what are we doing here? Let's watch Giant. I don't know. Why are we talking about these crappy movies? <laughs> I think what really irritates me is that they are crappy movies. But they're supposed to show... They're supposed to respect pan- the people who died. It was pandering it to them. It was kind of a... a well, it's not even pandering. I just feel that's disrespectful to the to the people who to died minimi- in that attack. To minimize it to like, sort of like that's trash. why I won't watch that nine eleven movie because I feel like that's yeah. going to be disrespectful too. Right. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't like the exploitation of people who died. Right. You know, right. that's right. that's my thing. <laughs> All right. We're in a good mindset yes. now. Okay. To make fun of the show. <laughs> yes. Um, now let me get on my soapbox about <laughs> prostitutes. <laughs> oh, no. We're going to get into <laughs> prostitution. Don't worry about that. All in due course. Okay. This episode came out. Let's go back into our Wayback Machine to mm-hmm. February 12th, 1981. Okay. Top movie. I was not yet born. No, you weren't. <laughs> Fort Apache, The Bronx. What? I have never that, wait, heard of this. Wait, that's one title? Yeah. Fort yeah. Apache, The Bronx. Comma, 
The Bronx. I've never heard of that movie. I'm. And that was a top box office. I am fascinated by what this movie might be. I've never heard of it. We should have watched that. (laughs) I know. The next week was My Bloody Valentine, like one of those like stupid slasher movies. And especially back in the past. Well, that came out at a great time if this came out in February. I know. They planned that one very good. February has always been the month of the year where you you dump the garbage movies. (laughs) And especially in the past. Now it's a little bit more fluid. So I'm really, really want to see this Fort Apache, the Bronx. I'm sure I'll be disappointed, but I really want to know what that is. It's weird. And the top song was Celebration by Cool and the Gang, which I never really thought of as a real song, just sort of a wedding song. Yeah, I always thought it was just in one of those really lame movies. I can't believe it. I didn't know that was like Smash Mouth. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Take that, Smash Mouth. I'm in a mood to slam everybody. <laughs> you are feisty today. I'm just going to insult everybody. But, like, yeah, it's like, I can't believe you people, specifically, <laughs> the people out there, ever made Celebration the number one song in America. <laughs> like, they're like, We're hating yeah. on you, 81, in 1981. Golly, 1981. <laughs> so, anyway, let's get into the episode. Okay, let's. The show opens like Jaws. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, ooh, and a shark comes out. And he's like, I have to find her. But I'm fairly certain she's been eaten. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, a couple of young lovers, young lovers. Uh, out on the beach, middle of the night. Mm-hmm. They make out from here to eternity-wise on yes. the beach. Mm-hmm. I instantly recognized both of them. but I, I didn't recognize her. I recognized her. She's been in a lot of these kind of mystery shows in the 80s. And I should say... The cameo. The list actor actresses in this is, is really off cool. The charts, like of it's like really you know cool everybody who's in this. That they show. got family members to play the older and younger selves. Yes. with both the male and the female character. I thought that was like really neat. Yes, we meet Diane and Bobby. Yes, Diane mm-hmm. is Anne. Oh my God, I'm blanking. Evermore. No, 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 no. I know her name. Lockhart. Lockhart. Okay, let me try to pick okay. that again. So we got Di- Diane and Bobby. I don't remember what I said, so I don't really know. It's <laughs> Diane and Bobby. But we got Diane and Bobby. Mm-hmm. Diane is played by Anne Lockhart. Yes. And then we have Bobby, mm-hmm. who's played by George Clooney's cousin, Miguel Ferrer. And he's been in a lot of things like RoboCop and uh, Traffic. Oh, yeah. He, he's, You'll recognize him instantly. He's taking a break and from being the villain. And he's such a baby in, in this one. I know. He's taking a break from being the uh, yeah, villain Yeah, usually he's check. a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> usually it's usually like a, a Disney-type movie with children yeah. that he's trying to take their money from. Exactly. That's and he's an know. attractive young man, too. He's a huge he was like, baby. I was like, I recognize him. But I didn't put it together that he was the balding bad guy and everything. Yeah, because he had a full head of hair. I'm yeah. not sure if it was natural or not, but, I mean, he had a full head of hair. Exactly. He looked like a little, like, Backstreet Boy or something. Yeah, he did. He was very cute. He had a little baby baby fat. Yeah. yeah. So, it's the middle of the night, and these lovers, Diane and Bobby, they want to get married. Little ditty. Jack and Diane. <laughs> Two American kids living in the heartland. Oh, man. Aw. Mellencamp's going to sue us. <laughs> he's litigious. Oh, is he? I have no idea. Okay. He's, he's not going to sue us. Because we did a great amount. I've got like 10 cents he can have. <laughs> We're not charging people for this. No. Yeah, so we get away with it. This is all free. <laughs> so um, they, they want to well, get... we can just cut that. No, we're going to keep it. Because screw Mellencamp. Once music's in the world, Oh, and I am on Insult Row. I don't like him anyway. <laughs> I love Mellencamp. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 
Let's get back to the show. Yeah, sure. Focus up. Why am I the one making you focus up? Uh, I hated this episode. I thought <laughs> it was so boring. I was thinking about a million other things while watching this. Oh, okay. Well, name one. Your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> They're so beautiful Aww. and brown. I oh. get lost in them. They're like little drops of chocolate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, they want to get married. Diane and Bobby want to get married. But she is afraid of a person named Jesse. Mm-hmm. And she works at some club. And you know what? We never see Jesse. Yeah, we do. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. You're thinking Dutch. No, I'm not. We meet Jesse. No, we don't. Je- Jesse's the madam. Oh, I didn't put that together. Yeah, oh. it's not Jesse like... It's like Jesse's girls, J E S S I E. It's like with an I E. Like Saved by the Bell, Jesse. Yes, yes. Oh. Because she's so excited. Okay. She's so scared. What are you talking about? You've never watched, admit it, you've never watched Saved by the Bell, and you need to. I've watched like three episodes. Okay. After we get done with this. No, no, we're not. (laughs) We're going to watch. Saved by the Bell. That's a classic episode, and everyone knows it. Everyone out there is shocked. You don't know my reference on that. Shocked. Anyway, she says she needs to get back to the club, or Jesse mm-hmm. will be suspicious. We don't really know what's going on, except for we find out that she is indeed a prostitute. Right. And we also find out as they walk away mm-hmm. that this is, would you say, December 6th, 1941. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we flash forward to the future. To 1981, 40 I, years later. I.e. 1981. That's the future. Yeah, the future. As it. We're going to go back to the future. <gasps> what? <laughs> now everybody understands that title. Because I thought it was always weird saying back to the future. But no, you, no you're literally going the, back that, to the future. That's the whole point of the title. Because you were in the, the past. The whole point of the Look, title. Look, <laughs> it took me 30 years to figure this out. Okay, I'm going to give you your moment. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so... Mags arrives at the same beach, mm-hmm. wearing some short, <laughs> short camo shorts. They were great, and I love the sweater that he was wearing. With I was it. thinking about the sweater too. I'm like, why wear shorts with a sweater? Because you get cold. I guess. But you know what? Growing up in my small town in Virginia, yeah, everybody wore sweaters with their shorts. Yes. Yeah. Except for me, I thought that was stupid because I was like, stupid. my legs are cold. It is stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. Mm-hmm. But. I kind of want the style to come back. No, I don't. I want the short. I want oh, people to have Oh, do you want socks dress. with sandals to come back? I have no problem with that. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> I have no problem I with that. I have it. serious issues with socks with sandals. I want men. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wearing short <laughs> shorts. Confidently. I don't want these baggy pants anymore. I want short shorts, tight chops. Have you, have you seen the memes where the mom, like, makes underwear out of a pair of jeans? No. So that if the jeans are bagging, it still looks like jeans. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Um, he walks out onto the beach. Like, every other person on the beach is making out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's no surprise that why he's here. That dude's hand is on her butt. On her gluteus maxis. On her butt. On her butt? On her butt. But, 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 on her butt? On her butt. this is I was like, this is a right public beach. I don't want to see that. Yeah, but I'm not surprised Magnum's there. <laughs> no, no one's surprised. No, there. no, 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 no. He could just, he honestly could just He could be have there. just sat there and perved out. <laughs> he could just be With there. With his binoculars and his beer. <laughs> his beer and binocs. His beers and binocs. 
You don't even need binocs there. Yeah, you can, no, you can just you can sit, sit and watch. Just sit there, just sitting on the beach drinking beer, watching <laughs> two people make out. <laughs> That's so gross. Anyway, he meets up with old Bobby. Mm-hmm. Bobby bootstraps. Bo- Bobby mm-hmm. is Jose Ferrer, Miguel Ferrer's real life dad. How cool is that? That's really cool. That they was do really look cool. Like they do look the, like they could be, you know, the older version of the self. Or yeah, exactly. Which is it was it was cool. Except you know, now that we've seen older, younger Bobby. Yes, they don't look anything. They don't alike. look anything alike. No, no, no. no. And, and poor Miguel Ferrer, R.I.P. is passed. Oh, he died. Point. Oh yeah, yeah, a few years ago. The yeah. father or the son. The son, Miguel. <gasps> no. Yeah, this happened a while ago. Really? When did this happen? A, a, a while ago. Yeah, how long's a while ago? <laughs> five years. I don't know. <laughs> it's always five it's years. It's always five years. Oh, we quoted a joke from the show. <laughs> Wait. We quoted a joke from getting coffee and cars with comedians <laughs> or whatever. Right. <laughs> anyway. I don't know where I get my material. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you knew you were quoting something. I knew I was quoting that's something. That's what's important. <laughs> I just didn't know who to credit it. So, old Bobby Bootstraps, he is hiring mags. Mm-hmm. He's up for a SCOTUS seat. It's cool. Gonna, oh, I guess a Supreme Court of the United States? Yes. Yeah, okay. Everybody knows what that is. Yeah, it sounds dirty. We, we've all seen the Kavanaugh thing. Yeah. We know what SCOTUS means. Oh, but we might have an even more controversial pick here. No, we do not. Not even close. Not even, not close. even close. And this guy <laughs> is so concerned about this. Ugh. Don't you miss the day when people were concerned about... <laughs> <laughs> about who they married? Uh, about, about just anything. Just They were just, they were just concerned that, that the actions they took in life might have repercussions at some point down the road. <laughs> that was impressive. Somebody who actually thought about that. Turns out Robin Masters just knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And he knows this guy who's up for Supreme Court. And he puts him in touch with Mags, says he's got 24 hours to find Diane. Oh, I wrote... I wrote. Robin Masters really gets around. <laughs> Good note. He just, isn't, isn't Good that, note, honey. It, wasn't that great for stopping this? That was fantastic. I stopped this flow just, completely. Just screech <laughs> that momentum to a halt. Yes. Do you have anything else you have to say? Let's see. Let's see. <clears throat> Clear your throat some more. He really gets around. <laughs> that is Brilliant. Right. And that's why you right. take the best notes. Right. So. Uh, <laughs> so no, he really does. Robin Masters is everywhere. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's really get dig into this. Robin Let's Masters is everywhere. This. His best friend is a SCOTUS nominee. Yeah. No, it's not even one. Of, it's not a best friend. It's just a guy he knows. He knows so many people. I mean, like, imagine a world. Where E.L. James is just <laughs> hobnobbing with like political J.K. Figures. Rowling is like no yeah, no no because yeah. Robin Masters Kennedys are my besties <laughs> yeah you no know. but he's like a romance novelist too like he's, yeah he's yeah. well and specifically because that's not a dig against romance novel no a trashy romance novel oh there's no such thing as a trashy romance novel well that's what he's described there's as. erotica and then there's trashy romance and they're completely different things yeah but anyway it's like that oh I would never insult the genre I work in. <laughs> he tells Mags he's got to find Diane. He thought Diane was dead, I think, or at least missing. He doesn't know what happened to her. No, wait, he did think she was dead. No. Yeah, he did think she was yes. dead. Yes. I don't How? know why he thought she was dead. Wait, no, he didn't think she was no, dead. No, because Magnum says because at the end, at of the the show, end he yeah. says he thought she was dead and she thought he was dead. And yeah, but no, no, he all. just no, but he watched her sail off into the sunset. Yeah, on so that why boat. did they think he, she was dead? I don't know. I don't know that. I don't. 
I don't know. Okay. Well, we're gonna, we got to clarify this for everyone. Yeah. Last time he saw her I love was, how we're going to clarify this for everyone. We're going to clarify. we are confused out of our minds. <laughs> we're going to clarify this for everyone. We're going to clarify it for ourselves. Okay. He hasn't seen her since Pearl Harbor. 40 years. Yes. 40, 40 years. So that'll be 40 years. Yes. For whatever reason, he's like, if you don't find her within 24 hours, I will have to go to Washington, go to Mr. Reagan, <laughs> and say, I cannot be... The Supreme Court nominee. You're because gonna... I was married to a prostitute because... once, and apparently that makes me dirty or something. Yeah, because she... and and Mags picks it out. He's like, she was a hooker. He calls her a hooker, which yeah. I do not like that term. I don't either. But she was a prostitute, and he's like, yeah, she was a prostitute, and she was my wife. Mm-hmm. So now here comes a little part in the the show that kind of was weird. So we get like the Cave of Wonders vo- voiceover from Mags, right? And he and he says. It sounded like a plot out of one of Robin Masters' books, or maybe one of his jokes. So Robin Masters is a practical joker? This has not been established. I love how this show just is like, every once in a while, we can just throw in a line (laughs) and, like, add to the lore. Like, (laughs) you've had nine episodes. You could have shown me that Robin Masters is a practical joker. I don't know how. Like, nothing up until this point has ever... Suggested that. Suggested that. Yeah. So, but, like, apparently in this show, it's like, oh, Robin Masters a real card. He likes but to I doubt jokes. a SCOTUS nominee would be yanking my chain. Yeah. So, the reason why Bobby is trying to get Bobby, Bobby Bootstraps, is trying to find Diane now is he got a telegram mm-hmm. from her that says, congratulations on the nomination. Love, Diane. Mm. And he's like, oh. Maybe she's still alive, or maybe mm-hmm. she's back, or I don't know. But I want to find her because it's important to me, mm-hmm. and I gotta find her within twenty-four hours. And he has to um, squash any scandals that might come out of him having been married to a prostitute, prostitute. or at least that's what it's we're like, led give to. Give me a break, or that, or at least that's what we're led to believe. <laughs> that is not a scandal. That is not a scandal. So, what does Mags do when he needs to do some deep thinking? He goes to the King Kamehameha Club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While they're there. Rick is kicking out some classless... You see Rick laying down the law. He is just... He's getting so firm. Right? I really wish he wasn't racist. Right? (laughs) If you just weren't racist, you'd be a catch. (laughs) But he really is, like, laying into this classless guy. The guy wasn't wearing a jacket. Ugh, not and he was trying jacket. to use the like the, the toilet yeah. without being a member of the club. Ooh. And this is just a no-no. And Rick was even like, mm-hmm. I was going to buy you a drink, but you're just being rude and you mm-hmm. need to get out of my club right now. Yeah. Hey, Mags, what's going on? Well, he doesn't even say that. He's like, the guy who's being kicked out is like, oh, yeah, you and who else? And that's when Magnum goes, me. And so then the guy finally leaves and Rick goes, oh, Thanks for that. Magnum goes, no, nah, I just didn't want to see you kill anybody. Yeah. It's not that Rick wasn't capable of handling right. this on his own. So I Ma- like that they established they that. They established that. Like, as more like, Rick uh, is dangerous, guys. Rick doesn't look Rick like much. Rick is dangerous. He is a head shorter than Tom Selleck. He looks like a hobbit, but hobbits know how to throw rocks. They can throw them rocks, the Urukai. Yeah, exactly. And take, take them down. Take them down. I think that's Rick. Speaking as a hobbit, <laughs> I can call out a hobbit when I see uh, one. Oh, you can? I can. Okay. Well, because I'm a hobbit. I'm tiny. Oh, we got to keep going. It's almost time for 11 <laughs> Thank God I'm starving. <laughs> Mags, knowing Rick knows his prostitutes, mm-hmm. throws a picture of this 40 years old black and white photo, <laughs> and he's like, hey, do you know this uh, this woman? 
and Rick is like, oh, she's pretty. And he's like, well, you know, who is she? And he's like, she worked at the, I think it was like the Wiki Wiki Club. Right. And he's Before like, Wikipedia. They had, the, they had a club <laughs> the called Wikipedia the Wikipedia Club. Yeah. And uh, you go there and you get lots of information. And Rick, who knows everything about like the underworld of Hawaii. Yeah, he does. He knows really... everything. <laughs> yeah. He just, the well, Key Kamehameha Club the, must be really seedy. It must, it has like a, a dark underbelly it for really sure. It really does, yeah. Because <laughs> he knows a lot about stuff he probably yeah, shouldn't know about. I'm not sure why he knows so much stuff about I don't the know underground. What, I want to know what Rick is into. He's got his <laughs> hands in a lot of things. I don't know what's going on with this guy. But he does admit, he's like, I've never heard of the Wiki Wiki Club. Well, that's because it's been closed forever. Like 40 years. And I'm sorry, I don't know this prostitute from 40 years ago before I was born. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, kind of a dead end. But, um, somehow, but he's like, I do know someone who might know this right, prostitute. Right. And that ends up being this Hawaiian named Maku. Maku. So Mags goes to meet Maku, mm-hmm. where he finds this woman, Kiki. Mm-hmm. She is like Amazonian, especially in her presentation. I don't mean that... What do you mean Amazonian? She is... A tall drink of water. <laughs> she's she's tall. impressive. She could have been like Wonder Woman. She was looking fierce. Yeah, she yeah. was looking fierce. And she's like standing on here, and I'm like, wow, Max has met his match here. Like, <laughs> this is not going to happen. But, but no, not really. They they knock her down a few pegs for being like, go get us a beer. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I was getting to that. <laughs> I had to say it. You have to say it. I have to say it. You had to say it. I have to say it. But uh, Hobbit calling out women disparaging. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a, and, and she gets knocked down a few times in a weird way. In weird ways. In weird yeah. ways. Because, like, she asks to see Maku, and Kiki's like, oh, he's swimming like. 10 miles across treacherous waters yeah. because he's feeling old today. Right. And, he, and like this helps him like get his like mojo back or right. whatever. And he's like, I don't know, 50 feet from shore, not far. <laughs> and then she starts freaking out. Yeah, she's, she's like, oh my God, he's not going to make it. And then Mags is like, he'll be he's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Who are he you? He holds her back. This stranger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he, re, he restrains her. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. it's a weird... Misogynistic power. Well, <laughs> we all know what the Magnum episodes are about here. Oh, I know. Yeah. So Maku comes out and he's like, "Oh, pleased to meet you, stranger. Hey, Kiki, go get us a beer. Go get a beer for the men folk." <laughs> and she goes, "Okay." So then Maku immediately tries to hook Mags up with Kiki. Yeah. Kiki, who is wearing a University of Hawaii T-shirt, right. so I'm guessing. She's 18 years old. <laughs> Let's hope. She, she's somewhere within the 18 to 22 range, I'm thinking. And Mags, oddly, mm-hmm. I guess maybe as a grandfather didn't want to get too gross, is like, oh, I'd make a terrible husband. Right. And then Maku goes on to brag about how many kids and he grandkids has he has. 10 kids and 43 grandchildren. And I'm like... And I thought, that's just disgusting. And I was like, <laughs> bro, that doesn't make you a good husband. No. That means no. you're just like... Flopping on top of your, your wife, wife all the time. <laughs> Let's ask her how good of a husband you are. Because yeah. she had to have 10 kids. Yeah. I'm sure she's not thrilled with you. I'm sure she loves every single one of her kids. Yeah, sure, sure. But having them is a completely different story. <laughs> yeah. And- I've had two kids. Love them like crazy, but I don't love the process when you have, of giving birth. <laughs> when you have 10 kids, that's like 10, a day. That's a decade, a decade of pregnancy. Oh my God. That's unbelievable. That's like, that's hell. 
But he's a great husband. But he's a great husband. <laughs> no, she's a fantastic wife, and we never even meet her. Yeah, we... She is a goddess. <laughs> we know nothing about her, <laughs> but we know she's a goddess. Anyway, we find out Maku Maku is the bartender, or was mm-hmm. the bartender at the Wiki Wiki Bar. Mags shows him the picture of Diane, and he says, I don't recognize this person. But, hey, my daughter, hey, stranger, my daughter needs to go to work, so take this beer. Right. And drive her to work for me, please. Yes. yes, so he drinks and drives. He's just chugging a beer as he's driving down the road. Great husband and Great father. husband material. Great. Great. This guy is c'est magnifique. <laughs> he is a work of art. Hey, uh, please, my college-age daughter, go with this stranger who will drink and drive you to your destination. Oh, God, Max is a loser. And then, uh, then Mako, Max. And Mags is a loser. Oh, Mags is a loser. Because he does drink and drive. He, well, yeah, he You didn't... know how I feel about drunk drivers. Well, yeah, we've covered that before. Even if but... you just had one beer, you're drunk driving. I've got issues with that. I know, I agree. I don't mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. Get yourself an Uber, no. get yourself a Lyft. That's right. Maku, to prove that what a stand-up guy he is, he's an immediate <laughs> narc. Ugh. And he calls this chauffeur named Mueller. Oh, hold on. I'm going to stop the flow. Ready? <laughs> oh, God. I wrote... <clears throat> He's shifty. <laughs> you want to go into that some more? Are you talking about Maku or the chauffeur? Maku is shifty. He clearly knows something. Ooh. There you go. I've stopped the flow. Now let's see if we can get back to it. <laughs> and woo, get going again. Look, this is all I know to do for this really boring, boring episode. <laughs> Maku calls the chauffeur named Muller. Mm-hmm. And he says... Oh, they pronounce it Mueller in this. Oh, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> like the cereal. <laughs> Muselix. <laughs> yeah, Muesli, that's it. Muesli. Mueller <laughs> cereal. <laughs> <laughs> I would love... I, I would love a, a, a Robert Mueller cereal. <laughs> it's like... like, like <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Maku tells Mueller... That someone was asking about Diane. Mm-hmm. And we find this woman, Diane, who is played by... Diane. J- J- <laughs> Diane is played by June Lockhart of Leave of the Beaver fame. Huh. Okay? Yeah. Right. Really? That's her only fame? I feel like I've seen her in other things. I'm sure she's famous for <laughs> other things. <laughs> but I think when you say June Lockhart... Sort of like Miguel... Uh, Ferrer or whatever is yeah. famous for RoboCop. And blank check. <laughs> and blank check. I'm sure he has other things in his repertoire. I'm sure there's other things he would have liked to be remembered for. <laughs> We're not going to remember him for those things. No. RoboCop. 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 Well, RoboCop's a good movie. Anyway, <laughs> so we cut to Mags, and he's having swim therapy. Apparently, whenever he's stressed out, he just gets out into the tidal pool, mm-hmm. starts doing some laps. Right. He, well, and he says some people eat when they're stressed, some, you know, drink or whatever. He swims. But he doesn't really I have think, a swimmer's like, body. No, he works out. Oh, I'm not saying he doesn't work he out. He definitely lifts weights. I would say that. Yeah, he doesn't have a swimmer's body. No, he does not no. have a swimmer's body at all. No. And he should shave his chest. Yes, for sure. swim faster. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weird thing about this scene is when he goes to get his clothes, one of the dogs, Zeus or Apollo, one of mm-hmm. them, is like, guarding his clothes for him. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, weirded out by it. Yeah, but he's, he's very like... cautious, so he, like, nabs the blanket really quickly. And the dog doesn't care. 
No, the dog follows him, and that dog looked terrified to be in that water. Oh, he looked terrified because they had him <laughs> on this like little like cement thing in the platform, middle of the yeah. platform in the ocean, and that dog just did not look comfortable. No. And as soon as it was like, oh, I can Done. go. Done. He's like, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I do not like this. <laughs> The other they dog, torture those dogs. They really do. They torture those dogs. The other dog, whichever the other one was, uh, has brought him his sandals. Mm-hmm. Mags looks up and... And Higgins is oddly smiling at him. Yeah, he's, he's spying them from the robin's nest. Yeah, it's weird. It's it was really... It's the weirdest awkward smile I've ever seen. I've been watching, because it's uh, getting into Halloween season, I've been watching sure. a lot of horror movies. That was the creepiest thing I've seen. For sure. Since... And I think I said out loud weird. Yeah, I, I mean, like, in, in one way, it's, like, it's, like, really good direction for the show. Right. Because, like, we know this is Yeah, weird. like, the whole scene was set up, and I was like, oh, this just got really weird. Yeah, and Mag, like, really creepy. And Mags is like, like, this is how we're supposed to be feeling. Right. And uh, Hugs is being very overly solicitous. Mm-hmm. He's like, let me get you a beer. Let me do mm-hmm. this. And Mags is like, well, right. what do you want from me? And it turns out that, that Hugs... Mm-hmm. Needs a fourth for bridge. Right. I know nothing about bridge. Um, my mother taught me a whole bunch of different kinds of card games, uh-huh. but I don't really remember too much about it. Right. I do know Pinochle was my stronger suit. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Do you know how to play that? Mm, not really. I'm going to take that as a no. <laughs> no. It's been 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, there was a T Magnum on the American bridge team in right. Sao Paulo in 1972. Mm-hmm. And Hugs is like, I need you. I want to know how he Googles this. Yeah. Because like he doesn't 19- have Google. 1981, who do you go Are to? you looking at that microfiche stuff in the are. library? I think they are. So. But, I don't know how he's getting this information so fast. <laughs> or like, what newspaper carries like, this? Like, how would you find that information Yeah, that's out? what I'm saying. What newspaper will carry this? Yeah. How is this being printed? I don't know. Because so, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Who, who cares? cares if somebody's on, on the bridge night? club? I'm sure. I'm sure the people who are on the bridge club and their families care. Oh, uh, sure. Yeah, just but like my I... my family cared when I did forensics and stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they care. Yeah, but like, yeah. who cares? Who cares? Really? And In the really... grand scheme of things, who cares? And really, that I did a rendition of the Highwayman and yeah. won awards for it. Who cares? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Your family probably didn't care either. <laughs> <laughs> Your family was very disappointed. <laughs> I'm just saying they were a bit embarrassed. <laughs> so anyway, um, Hugs is just being like, hey, can you play bridge with us? And he's like, yeah, I'll, I guess I'll play bridge with you. If I get done with this case by tomorrow, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll play bridge with you. And Hugs is just thrilled. He's over the moon. <laughs> he's the cow over the moon. Right. And he like makes... He makes Mags a little brown sack <laughs> Brown lunch, bag lunch, yeah. And he's just doing all this stuff and just being super great. Mm-hmm. And then we find out more about Bobby Bootstraps. And the reason why I call him Bobby Bootstraps is because we find out that he was an orphan. Uh, he, like He picked himself five. up by his bootstraps. Th- there you go. Yeah, boom. The upon- <laughs> there it is. We don't need any more detail than that. Boom. Nope. Picked himself up by the bootstraps. Yep. But Mags' question and our question. Oh, let me stop the flow here. Oh. <laughs> Because <clears throat> for Magnum, I wrote, and this is during Higgins and Magnum's conversation, I wrote. Yeah, I want what, give me some more background. Okay, you know when Higgins is trying to get him to play bridge? Yes. Yes, so mm-hmm. I wrote. Mm-hmm. He's so easily manipulated. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> Don't worry, that's the end of the flow. Uh, that, right there, that's that the end of That was your last note? That was my last note. Oh, I boy. got so bored. 
<laughs> I was so bored I couldn't write anymore. I couldn't write anymore. My hand goes, nope, not paying attention. <laughs> bored. But anyway, the question we were asking ourselves, mm-hmm. and the, the one that Mags mm-hmm. asks, is, okay, you were married to a prostitute. Right. But, like, everything else in your life... Says you're an amazing man, Everyone so says cares? you're an amazing man, so who cares? It's not going to be a, a blemish on your record. Well, yeah, it, wouldn't, it, it yeah. wouldn't be a blemish on your record, especially if you haven't seen her in, like, 40 years. It's been years. 40 years. So it's like, yeah. you were a child, mm-hmm. basically, when you guys were together. So... Mm-hmm. So he picks up Bobby, and he starts really kind of grilling Bobby. He's like, hey, you know what? Nobody at this WikiWiki club remembers you. Mm -hmm. And you don't seem to remember anyone, and you hired me to find this person, Mm -hmm. but you're not telling me everything. So how am I supposed to, like, he's like, you can't be sandbagging me, like, you I only have 24 hours to find this person who's been gone for 40 years. And you're my And I don't have Google. Yeah, you're my client, <laughs> and you're not telling me what I need to know exactly. to find this person. And, and Bobby just does not help at all. Mm-mm. They turn on to this empty Hawaiian street. <laughs> That's the second thing that gave me chills in this episode. Okay. Empty Hawaiian streets now, uh-huh. to me, are like a gunfight is going to happen <laughs> on the OK Corral. It was terrifying. I was like, oh, this is a sketchy neighborhood. Yeah, like someone... You know, lawless. I think we're guy. actually starting to believe that there isn't a law in Hawaii. I am <laughs> terrified. I will never go to Hawaii. <laughs> I think it's a dangerous place. I think it's. I think it might be dangerous. We've only watched Magnum PI in one episode of Hawaii Five O, but somehow it's dangerous. You know, people watch Jaws and we're scared to go in the water. I don't want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So Bobby still refuses to, because mm-hmm. he takes him, I think, to the, where the Wiki Wiki Club was. And Bobby's like, no, I'm not going to tell you anything. Good luck finding her, chump. Yeah. <laughs> and Mag's like, all right, forget you, bro. And he starts driving, and he drives behind the building, mm-hmm. at which point we get a flashback. But it's not a Vietnam flashback because there's no tinkle tinkles. There's no tinkle tinkles for war- World War II. <laughs> no. World War II doesn't get tinkle no, tinkles. No, It doesn't even get, like, a fun um, filter on it mm-hmm. and everything. In fact, when the show started off, mm-hmm. you couldn't have told me it wasn't contemporary. No, no I, thought, they... I thought she was just wearing vintage hair. I didn't even really recognize her and hair. And I didn't even think that her bathing suit was, like, or his time period suit. appropriate or anything. Now, had he been wearing one of those tank top shorts? I think that's, like, 1910s, honey. <laughs> The strong man on the beach. Yeah, yeah, the strong man. Yeah. yeah, I gotta see a big like dip and tank. <laughs> I don't think that was 1945, but <laughs> but yeah, they they weren't really in, in like period appropriate clothes. It looked contemporary. Maybe they were period appropriate clothes. Who knows? I don't know. No one can ever know what happened in 1945. I mean, <laughs> you know. Okay, so. As a cover artist, I've had to make historical covers, and yes. I always use period-appropriate clothing. Mm-hmm. But beach clothing has never gone on one of these romance covers ever. So I don't know the period-appropriate hey, beach clothing. get out there. Start doing some period-appropriate <laughs> uh, beach books. Yes, and now we need stock photographers to do the same thing. And no, hey, photographers, not, get no, out there. And no, there's not a market the pictures. for from here to eternity shots on the beach on a cover. In 1941. And I think that says more about society (laughs) than anything else. (laughs) Anyway, we're in this flashback now. Mm -hmm. And it's, I guess, later that night that we saw at the beginning at the cold open of the show. Mm -hmm. Bobby has gone to the brothel, I guess. The bar? The brothel? Yeah, the brothel. 
brothel to pick up Diane. Mm -hmm. Because they're going to run away and get married. Yes. As they're running out, Jessie, Mm -hmm. the madam, comes out. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's basically like, hey, Bobby, where do you think you're taking my gal? She has two years on her contract. I didn't you know prostitutes me. had contracts. You know what? That, that can't is a, be legally binding. It, well, that cannot okay. be legally binding. It is a recurring theme in any mystery show that deals with prostitution. You'll find it in almost every single mystery show. The only, like uh, the most familiar one I can remember is the one in Bones, where she has a contract on being a prostitute, and it's still like a year out or something like now, that. Now, where was that? episode taking place because it was somewhere like in Las Vegas. California, I think. Oh, okay. Because if it's somewhere where like prostitution... Because she wanted to make it big as an actress. Yeah. She ended up being a prostitute. If it was somewhere where prostitution Mm -hmm. was legal and you were in a legal establishment Mm -hmm. and by the way, I think prostitution should be legal. It's fine. Whatever. But like if you're in a legal... Make it safe. Jesus. uh, Just make it it safe. Regulate it. make it safe. Yeah, that's it. I mean like Two adults people can, are going to do it anyway, so make it safe. Two people can have sex for whatever reason. Yeah, you just can, make it safe. Not, like, people <laughs> can have sex for an ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Like, whatever. So it's cash. Who cares? Yeah. Whatever. But anyway, they're adults. <laughs> uh, but anyway, if it was like a legal place, I could see there might be a contract mm-hmm. situation. Right. When it's an illegal if it's a, well, is it illegal think... to have prostitution in Hawaii is what we need to know, first of all. Second Probably. of all, because, okay, so if it's illegal, mm-hmm. how are you going to hold up a contract in court? You're going to use your thugs to mm. scare them into fulfilling the contract. That's dumb. Yeah, that's what they do. That's why there's thugs. That's why there's Dutch. Yeah. Who's a thug. Which is also my nickname. So, anyway, Bobby is, like, ready to die. He is, mm-hmm. literally says, I will die. Before I let you take Diane back. <laughs> and and Diane's like, no, 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 I'll stay. I'll yeah. stay. He's like, no, 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 we're going to have a... Just get in the car, Diane. We're going to... No, no, no. Dutch is going to come down here. He's mm-hmm. our he's our enforcer, Jesse's uh-huh. enforcer. We're going to have a thrilling and graceful beat-it type knife fight. <laughs> which is not thrilling nor no, graceful. No, I was really The people bored. in the beat-it video were actually more terrifying yes. than this fight. Yes. It was... Terrible. And he keeps telling Diane to get in the car. And if she would have just gotten in the car in just, the first place, just, he could have driven away. Just get in the car. Just get in the car, Instead, Diane. Instead, Bobby kills Dutch, the enforcer. Yes, it thinks he does. That's an important distinction. Well, da- Jesse says he's dead. Yeah. Jesse says Dutch is yeah, dead. Yeah, so therefore Bobby thinks he killed a man. Yeah. So, But, Bo- it, you know, it was self-defense. Right. Yeah. You know, so so f- Bobby's like, ugh. Jeez, Diane, let's get in the car. Get in the car, Diane! <laughs> now like, we have to drive away from a murder scene. Pulls her up bodily and throws her in the car. Well, she should have been in the car in the and, first place. And Jesse's like, you've killed my enforcer. <laughs> and then we go back to the present. Yes. Back to the future. <laughs> and I'm going to bring up a little scene. It's a little bit of a tangent, but I just want to bring it up because it did make me laugh. Okay. And, and, and any like little moments of joy I get out of Magnum <laughs> P.I., I do like to bring them up. Sure. So it does kind of derail the conversation, but anyway. So, oh, you're stopping the flow? <laughs> well, well, you have to say you're going to stop the flow. No, no, no. I wasn't stopping the flow. I keep the flow going in my tangents. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I should have to wrap it. If we're going to keep calling it flow, you should. If you're going to stop the flow, you need to wrap what you're stopping it. Yeah, for. well, I just stopped the flow by telling you to stop the flow. <laughs> <laughs> How you like that? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so we're back at the King Kamehameha Club. Mm-hmm. And Mags is there having a beer. 
and Rick comes out, and he sees Huggins come in. And mm-hmm. as we know from the last episode, Huggins is kind of like on the board of trustees because he's Robin Masters. Yeah, and uh, if it's past servant. 6 o'clock in the evening, you have to be wearing an evening jacket. You have to be wearing an evening jacket, which is very hoity-toity. It's posh. Boy, boy. Can't just posh. hang out there. Mm-hmm. Rick is like, oh, get into my office. Finish your beer in your office. I can't let Huggins see you in here without a jacket. Mm-hmm. And Mags is like, no, don't worry about it, man. And Rick is like, I will give you five, to, like. No, he's like, I will bet you fifty dollars that he yells at you for $50, your five dollars. Yeah, fifty to five yeah. that he will yell at you. Mm-hmm. Mags is like, it's not going to be an issue. Yeah. Hugs come over, comes over, and he says, uh, "How's the investigation going, Magnum?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "You know, having some issues, but it's okay." Yeah. How is can there, I help, Magnum? Is there anything I can do to help? Mm-hmm. And, and Magnum's like, "No, I'm okay right now." And then uh, Huggins turns to the bartender, and he says. Uh, Put Magnum's beer on my tab. And the bartender says, I always do. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that. That was my favorite. Sorry. That's the whole reason why I had to interrupt everything. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I just I just love that. And the way the the way the actor yeah. delivered that yeah. line was just joy. It was, it was great. pure joy. So And of course Magnum gets fifty dollars. And Magnum gets fifty dollars. So there you go. Yeah. He's making he's making money this week. Making he's money. making that check. Yeah, because then you see a check being written out to him for a thousand dollars. It's like, hey, you're doing your job. He's Look at it. you. Look at him. He's gonna. But yet he doesn't have any money to fix his car. No, Mm-mm. no. So anyway, we go. He. I don't even know how he gets this lead for Tickler. I don't either. Suddenly, that name is just out there. He's like, did you know a pianist named Tickler? Yeah, yeah. Like he's, I was like, well, where did you get that from? When he's talking to Rick, he's like, Bobby's lying to me. Mm-hmm. Maku is lying to me. I'm going to find Tickler. Tickler's going to lie to me. And I'm like, who the <laughs> heck is Tickler, man? <laughs> so Tickler is Scatman Crothers. Okay. Who is hard to recognize without an axe in his gut, like in The Shining. <laughs> but no, he does look familiar. I did recognize him. Okay, from the shine, he's in a yeah. lot of stuff. Okay, yeah, but yeah. I was like, maybe not. I yeah. don't know. I'm not used to seeing him behind a piano. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, but. yeah, he's in. He's in uh, the Shining. He's in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Right, he's in a, he's in that's a bunch. the one I probably re- recognize. He, him he's from. in a bunch of stuff. Okay, but Tickler, mm-hmm. fortunately. Piano player tickler, and he's called tickler because he's a piano player, not because it's like some weird. He kinky tickles thing. the ivories, honey. Yeah, I get it. We get that. No, I get it. I don't think you had to say anything else. No, I don't think we explained that he was a, a piano player. We did. I said the pianist tickler. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the pianist tickler. <laughs> Come on. Anyway, move it along. <laughs> move along. Get your mind out like gotta. <laughs> so, um, tickler is the only one who remembers the club. Right. He looks at the picture of Diane. He's like, hey, I do remember her. Uh, she looks really familiar. And Max gives her a little bit. Hit. She died. Yeah, Max gives him a little bit more information. He says she died. She died. Uh, he said during the war in a car accident. Yeah. So at this point, my thinking was mm-hmm. that somehow when they drove away from the brothel, mm-hmm. she had faked her death is what I thought had happened. Yeah, see, that's what I thought. And then a second later, I was like, but why would she send a telegram announcing she wasn't dead? Right. Yeah, it didn't hold water. Because, like, this but... whole time she's been acting really sketchy about trying to, like, keep her um, uh, identity anonymous, anonymous. Or hidden. And now all of a sudden she's like. Because she's under a new name, you know, so I, I figured she wanted to keep her history buried. Yeah. But I figured, oh, okay, she faked her death in mm-hmm. a car accident mm-hmm. to get away from the contract at the brothel. Right. That was my feeling. Right. But then I was like, that but why would she happens. send that telegram? That doesn't make any kind of sense. <laughs> yeah. None of that yeah. happens. No. 
But but that was where I was thinking. I, think that made I don't think Tick were white. I think he honestly thought she was dead. But then she's, no, no, no because then like lying. two seconds later, she comes up and tips him. She tips him a ton of money for keeping quiet. <laughs> and he was like, and he really likes her. And he's yeah. like, you don't have to tip me. Oh, that's right. That's you don't right. have to tip me five bucks to play Time Goes <laughs> Time goes by. <laughs> now nah, some Benny Goodman song, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh he, and she's like, no, 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 you keep that, buddy. You know, and he's, he's like, saying, well, I'll learn it, and then he starts playing the piano. He plays like yeah. some song that was like her song that he wouldn't have no idea that was her song, but whatever. <laughs> and um, so Max leaves. He's so he tells us he's so distraught that he doesn't realize there's a tail on that him. someone's tailing him, and yeah. he's also got his mind on Kiki. Kiki. Kiki's delivery service. <laughs> and and Kiki mm-hmm. ends up being the most helpful yes. out of everyone. She actually knew who this woman was. This person who wasn't even born. She's like no. joking around. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to pick up this college girl and take mm-hmm. her home. She gets in and he, they're chit, chit-chatting. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, can I see the picture of this yeah. woman? And he, he shows her the picture. She's like, yeah, she looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a mother or a sister yeah. or something. But He's like, well, she would be 40 years older. Yeah, so she'll so be older. So can you imagine her older looking? And heavier. Yeah, I'm not is, saying that. Yeah, I know, right? Whiter hair and fatter. Yeah, it's basically what Mag said. Like, screw yourself, Magnum. Screw yourself, Magnum. <laughs> Go jump off a log. And he gets shot in the face, and that was. The and then, yeah, and then he immediately gets <laughs> shot in the face. <laughs> Basically, does except the guy who is shooting the gun is a terrible shot. Yes. But the Ferrari does crash. The, the Ferrari does crash, mm-hmm. breaks the transmission. TC makes his like one appearance in the show because you know they have to have him just it, in I there for contra- like two seconds. I think under contract, mm-hmm. he and Rick need to show up. I don't think they've ever not no. been in it for at least a second. Yeah. Um, they and, have to make an appearance. And TC, when it comes to like vehicles and stuff, that's like his wheelhouse. <laughs> you know, it's like, like he, he's it's, a 2D character. He knows vehicles. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're not going to flesh him out or give him some, some no. personality beyond this. This is it. He's a perverted mechanic. Well, it's like what I said about <laughs> Ethan. Like, maybe Ethan was kicked off the show because all he was was a sea captain. And once yeah, maybe. it came out of sea captain territory, we didn't really have anything to do with him. But. TC sticks around. Yes. There's a lot of vehicles. In everybody wants to see a perverted mechanic. Yeah, everybody was. Everybody does. <laughs> While they're kind of like working on the car or whatever, Kiki, who's been, you know, stranded there long, she, she after like five <laughs> hours, she's like, I do know this person. <laughs> yeah, it's pitch dark outside <laughs> it's now. It's dark. No lights. <laughs> and somehow she's like, wait, that <laughs> the, the obscure light. This looks like helps. a woman I know. Yeah. This, she was married to the governor. Yeah. And so they set up a meeting. So Magnum goes and meets Diane. Yeah, I think she's her last name now is Polly. Polly, yeah, it is Polly. Yeah, okay. When he meets Diane Polly, mm-hmm. he finds out that she was married to the governor of mm-hmm. Hawaii. Yeah. It, so she's doing well for it. Well, not, I mean, that's not an accomplishment for her, but I mean, <laughs> I mean, she's fi- no... financially, she's fine. Yeah. You know, she's, she's well, well, she's the... free from Jesse. Yeah. At least. And the governor's dead, so she's living it up. Yeah, she's in the governor's mansion. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. I mean, she pulled herself up from their bootstraps, too. Yeah, she did. You know, she she did something good with her yeah. life. She thinks Mags is there to extort her. Yeah. Like, you found out that I used to be a prostitute, mm-hmm. and... She's like, I'm not going to give you more than 50 bucks, because I don't care I, what you was, think of my past. That was awesome. Yeah, I was like, wow, that is beautiful. I In love 1981. That. Yeah, she's like, I don't care Beaver what Cleaver's you mother. think about my past. Yeah, Beaver Cleaver's mother yeah. was like, I don't care what you think. Yeah. 
this is it, you know? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter And to if you're going to insult my old friend Bobby, you're not even going to get 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, because he asks about yeah. Bobby. And that's when she says, well, you know, screw you about Bobby because Bobby is dead. He's been dead for 40 years. He died on the Arizona yeah. During the attack on Pearl Harbor. Yeah, so I was very confused at this point. I was in, uh, uh, yeah, I was just Because I was like, okay, then what is this telegram? Uh, you know, first right. of all. And I was like, wait, if he's not the real Bobby, because I had forgotten that the madam was Jesse. I was like, is he Jesse looking for her now, 40 years later? <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, that dude I'm going to get my grudge. last two years on that <laughs> Yeah, contract. I was like, wow, that dude really holds a grudge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and, and we should I was say like, maybe con- that's what he's hiding, is the fact that he's trying to kill her or something. Yeah, and I should say, that contract yeah. was $20,000 in 1945 yeah. money. Yeah. Which I, can, I, I mean, I, sh- I should have thought yeah. to do it. Conversion calculator. I bet that. that's like what, hundred k, maybe hundred thousand dollars, maybe because like yeah. back then it was like five thousand dollars to own a house. So it's yeah. like, yeah, it was twenty thousand dollars, man. Mm. Those, they were making some money. Mm. So well, yeah, you've got high end prostitutes who make a lot of money. No, I know. I mean, I, I, I guess that's what that was. Yeah. I, it had to have been mm-hmm. to make that. I mean, unless she's just giving her a contract that's like insane that you can never get out of, which is probably maybe. more of the case. Mags picks up Bobby the next day, mm-hmm. and he says, hey, I found Diane. We're going to go meet her at the airport. Bobby writes Magnum a check for $1,000, which mm-hmm. is great great news for Magnum because he wrecked a Ferrari. And as we know, since TC has touched it before, he, <laughs> he's in charge of all the repairs for that. Right. So when, when next episode Magnum's yeah. poor again, we kind of know why. <laughs> yeah, he has to replace a Ferrari <laughs> transmission. Transmission, which I'm sure... Transmissions just mean buy a brand new car. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that $1,000 ain't going to cover no. it. No. Instead of taking him to the airport, though, Mags takes him to the Arizona Memorial, the USS Arizona mm-hmm. Memorial. And we get another flashback as Bobby is thinking of that day. Mm-hmm. And it is like war porn for daddies. It like, was weird. It was like... It was like seeing the the Japanese zeros going mm-hmm. over, and it went for so long. It really and it did. It really wasn't. I mean, it wasn't anything because he wasn't Miguel Fer- Ferrer yeah. wasn't even in it. It was just like yeah. this guy having memories mm-hmm. of this attack. It looked like it was an actual uh, pre-recorded show of maybe Hawaiian uh, Hawaii doing like a what are those oh, things reenactment. called reenactment. reenactment? Yeah, sort of like of Civil War reenactments. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me was that it was a reenactment that maybe they have yearly. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I don't approve of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, Bobby and Diane meet, and it's great. They're so happy to see each mm-hmm. other. But leaves the question: Who sent this letter then? Because yeah, who sent this telegram? Because Diane. Thought Bobby was dead. Bobby thought Diane was dead. Well, well, what happened was after Bobby took her from the brothel, Mm -hmm. he put her on a boat to the mainland. Yes. uh, Like the Carpathia or the Titanic or something. And Ophelia, maybe. It was like the, yeah, it was the Ophelia because they they consider it a little Greek. Yeah. 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 Like Orpheus, the USS Orpheus. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, he puts her on the boat. It says goodbye to her, mm-hmm. takes a hike. He goes off into the mountains. Right. Instead of going back to his base. Yes. He goes to these uh, part in the mountains so he can watch her ship yeah. go over the horizon. And just as it hits the horizon, the Japanese attack. Yeah. Over. So he wasn't where he was supposed to be. He was yeah. AWOL yeah. at that point. But then we find out from Diane, as soon as he hightailed it out there to have his little write poetry on the hillsides. Right. 
she got off the boat before yeah. they weighed anchor. Because she was like, I didn't want him facing jail time alone yeah, for killing Dutch. Yeah, because he had killed this man. Did we mention that he killed a man? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. Okay, did. okay, good. Yeah. So she didn't But want... he didn't, really. <laughs> you can't help yourself. I can't help you. myself. It's like Christmas presents. <laughs> I have to tell you what I bought you. Yeah, you do. I know every gift I yeah. ever got. Yeah, you do. I can't, I can't keep it a secret. I really cannot. You know, it's a problem. It's, it's, it's a, a problem. major problem. It's, it's problem. one of my biggest flaws. And <laughs> Don't tell me anything, kids. I'll oh my just gosh. blab about it. Oh, my gosh. I'm always, like, afraid you're going to say something in front of our kids. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what their Christmas gifts are going to be. No, I do keep it secret from them. Yeah, because it's fun. Yeah. It was fun for Diane to get off the boat and yeah. be there for Bobby. Yeah. So he thinks she's shipped off forever. Mm-hmm. She thinks he was blown up in the Arizona. They... <laughs> That's as far as it goes and for them. They and then just... 40 years later, he gets the nominee. Yeah. And then there's this telegram. Yeah. Like, Congrats, Bobby. Love, Dan. Yeah. And so he thinks she's still alive. Mm-hmm. I guess he already knows he's not going to take the nomination. Yeah. But then he said he received a blackmail request. And he was like, I don't I don't care. But he doesn't tell Max He about thought it. it was Diane blackmailing him. But he didn't care. But he didn't care. Because he, he just wanted to see her again. Yeah. Which was kind of cool. Yeah. And then she was like, why would I do that? I thought you were dead. Yeah, why would I blackmail you? And so then they're like, well, who's this third party? Yeah, there's this other third yeah. party trying to blackmail Who knows me. the story of Bobby and Diane. Yeah, has to know that both of them, something happened so and that both of them are alive. Yeah, they're talking. And he was like, well, it doesn't matter anyway because, you know, I killed this man, Dutch. And she goes, no, no, Dutch isn't dead. Dutch is my chauffeur. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that oh, my guy. Old, my old pimp. That guy that, that you thought killed, yeah, that you, killed? you killed 40 years ago and you've been thinking of killing him every night since. I hired that I hired effort. that guy. He's my chauffeur. <laughs> He's my boy Dutch. Yeah. <laughs> what, what could he possibly? You don't think he could be into something uh, unscrupulous. <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, he's been blackmailing them. Dutch is into something yes. unscrupulous. Yes, there you go. Ta-da. <laughs> Bet you didn't see that coming. <laughs> no. And Rick and, and Mags chase him in a kind of boring car chase. Like yeah. I said, I kind of tuned out. Well, both of the cars were exactly the same They were too. both like black sedans. Yeah. <laughs> like really old black sedans. Yeah. Except there were occasional clips of Rick being like, ugh, this sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Dutch's plan to lose them is to drive through a naval base. He yes. like busts through the gate. Yeah, I'm like, well, had... you're screwed. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the Navy's going to come down on you apparently. Because now they have security. Whereas before, when Magnum breaks in, they never have security. Right. But if you drive a car through the gate, they're going to chase you down. Long story short, <laughs> Dutch gets mm-hmm. caught. Yeah. Uh, we find out that, uh, I guess there's a statute of limitations. Well, he didn't murder anybody. He didn't murder anybody. Yeah. But he declines the nomination anyway. But I think he and Diane are, are going like, to get rekindling. They're going to rekindle. Yeah. Because she said, oh, because, well, you should mention this. This is the epilogue. Mm-hmm. It's the bridge game. Yes. And What was that? I don't know. That's okay. terrifying. Magnum shows up for bridge. Mm-hmm. And who's there? Huggins is there. There's another lady, Blackmore, whose husband died, which is why Magnum yeah. needs to be there. And then who's the fourth? Diane. Diane. <laughs> I was like, who? And like they have a whole conversation where she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's going to, he's meeting with the president today. He's declining the nomination. Then he's going to come back here and take a nice long vacation, which yeah. basically means they're going to do it. Does it? Are they going to go to Makeout Beach? <laughs> they're going to Makeout Beach. All right. Where, where people put their hands on butts. <laughs> the butt beach. <laughs> and uh, and Hugs is like, you guys know each other? And I thought that was actually a cute little touch at the end. Yeah. Where it's like, 
if Max had just gone to this bridge, he like everything was right there. Everything was right there. <laughs> like yeah. all he had to do was go here. He'd been running around all over the yeah. place and she was right there. And we also, of course, find out, unsurprisingly, the Magnum was not the bridge player. Oh, you mean like someone else can have the same initials in their name? No. So yeah, he is not the T Magnum who no. played bridge for the in American Sao team Paolo. in Sao Paulo. That was a goof. But yeah. he says at the end, he's like, he goes, "Well, I never said I did. I never said I did, but I can play poker. What's wild?" And then <laughs> the end. Of the I episode. bet I can learn. <laughs> and then Diana's just laughing. Yeah, Diana's laughing, and, and Hugs Higgins is about has... to kill him. This Hugs. murder look on his face. Well, I would too. I mean, murder. And in fact, it made me laugh really hard. Yeah. Because it was a very scary murder face. <laughs> <laughs> Murder's so funny. Murder's when th- hilarious. When you think about it. When you think about it. Murder's been, hilarious. Okay, we've been watching Scream, and it's been making me laugh. Yes. <laughs> I don't really consider that murder. <laughs> It's not murder. It's not murder. But, uh, yeah, so that's the end of Lest We Forget. Did you forget anything? Mm, No. Good. (laughs) How did you feel? I mean, we already kind of know how you feel, but how did you feel about... uh, It was boring. 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 What about you? Um, I, I I think overall, I think it's a pretty forgettable Mm -hmm. episode of Magnum. And one of my big issues was that I felt it was really cheap okay. to have Dutch be alive right. and the blackmailer. Yeah. I thought that was like, it was like pulling something from nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, when you find that out, Dutch has only been in one scene in the yeah. whole show and right. it was to answer a phone call. It was a one-sided phone call from Maku. Mm-hmm. And we know that in all we know is, like, he says, like, hey, Diane, I'll let, I'll let her know. Mm-hmm. That's all he says. Yeah. There's nothing to tie him Mm-mm. with the guy who got stabbed in the past. Well, I think that was the point. I think they were trying to make it difficult to point fingers. But, I know. mean, like, yeah, I get that. But, like, a good mystery for me mm-hmm. is one where you can look back and you'd be like, oh, that's how it all connects together. Right. So I said I was disappointed it wasn't Tickler or Maku. Yes. Because at yeah. least they were characters that we we knew mm-hmm. a little bit more of. And, like, mm-hmm. I could kind of understand. I'm like, oh. Okay, Ma- well, you know who wasn't necessary? Tickler. Tickler wasn't. Well, wasn't. No, because no, he just no. throws them off the trail. Yeah. He nearly gets his head blown off because he's yeah. so preoccupied. Knowing exactly. That but yeah, like, but like someone like Tickler or Maku mm-hmm. feels like more. Well, these are two guys. Maku, especially since she, he was, he was so kind of shady. shady. He was really shifty. I, I wrote it down. Right? You want me well, to reread can, it? Please read <clears throat> it. Let's go back to your note. <clears throat> he is shifty. Good. Yeah. 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 But yeah. but like I said, like <laughs> you could see how these people. They worked in a kind of shady bar mm-hmm. 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. They have well, knowledge of both you of You can them. definitely see how you would want to protect each other. You know, especially from people coming around asking questions. Yes. Because you don't want to be a narc. You don't want to snitch on your friends. Right. I get that. But I mean, like, I, I just felt like it would have made more sense if the blackmailer had been one of those. But then again, the blackmail situation doesn't come up until late in the episode. Yeah. In, in fact, one minute before it ends. Yeah. And and in fact, in fact, Magnum <laughs> says, you should have told me this. In fact, in fact, in fact, this episode was boring. Yeah. So yeah. I think Magnum really does have crests and valleys. 
This is our ninth. Yeah. I think it's our ninth episode. No, this is episode ten of Magnum. Uh, episode ten. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's yeah. You're right. Like, this is not. This would be on the lower end. Not yeah. quite as low as like China doll or something Ugh. like that. Oh, China Ugh. doll. Oh. Uh, but it's definitely nowhere near Children of the Corn. Yeah. Uh, or I even think the ugliest maybe, dog in Hawaii. I think like, maybe I prefer the the more fun, chaotic ones, where yeah. the people are absurdly cartoonish. Yes, I, I like that. I think I prefer that. It's a lot more fun. Everything was played very straight. Like, even the last one we watched with Deja Vu yes. and Bastille. Yes, like, she's great. Like, that gave you some meat to, like, mm-hmm. really kind of, like, even though the show wasn't good, you could, right. like, you were entertained because there's this bonkers and this right. crazy. Nothing was really bonkers or anything in no, this. No, it, it was... just happened. And they took their time with, like, vehicles pulling into parking spots. Oh, my gosh. It was, like, birdemic. <laughs> it was, like, birdemic. Ugh. Yes. So, yeah. So, I, yeah. I, they I, really I... padded this one out to make it 49 minutes worth of a boredom. Yeah. I, I, I give it a... If they had actually edited this properly and written it properly, it would have been, like, 25 minutes long. Yeah. And then they wouldn't have done it. And then they wouldn't have done and it. we would have all been happier. Yeah. <laughs> So in the meantime, if you want to get us, you can always get us on Twitter at MagnumSheWrote or email MagnumSheWrote at gmail.com. Wow, you've gotten so good at that. I'm a professional now. You are a professional. No, uh, I'm not. I'm not a professional. You're doing your like Jerry Lewis impression over there. <laughs> I like it. Oh, gosh. And that's for our French listeners. <laughs> C'est bon. Nice. Anyway, I I don't know. We usually say something funny at the end here, but I got nothing. I got nothing. Nothing in the tank. I got nothing. But I love you. I love you, too. And I would like to touch your butt on a beach. (laughs) I would not. (laughs) Gonna do it. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Bye. I'm pretty sure that's all. Yeah. That's not too bad. Really? What is it?